Hey, Coach, I just wonder if you could give us an update on the schedule. Uh, are you close to announcing any more games, or where does where does things sit in that area right now? Yeah, we're really close. We um, uh, you know, we're we got the problem is is uh, we got a couple teams that are waiting to try and find us MTEs before they can they can commit to us right now. So we're just stuck. We're just stuck right now. Uh, I can't say this. We're playing a lot of games in a very few days. Um, it's going to be fun. It'll be a good schedule. I, I'm hopeful that, you know, we might have, uh, you know, we might announce the schedule with still a couple games un, unfulfilled just so we can get it out. I know time's getting short, but we're, we're, I hope we're really close. I mean, we're going to be close one way or the other. It's just a matter if we get one or two games finished. But it looks like we might be playing three games in the first four games and six games in the first nine days, maybe something like that. So we'll see. Well, last week you told us about you were working with your team on improving offensive rebounding numbers. Yeah. How, how have you been doing that? And, and what do the metrics tell you are the benefits of doing? It? Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's really interesting because we've um, we fought ourselves a lot. It's um, the uh, you know, we just we, we did not have the personnel and the energy and the depth to really be aggressive on the offensive glass last year. We were just we were just little. Right. And, and we, we, we had a really tight rotation. And so at some point in the flow of a game, if you think about it, you're asking your guys to have, you know, we talk about first three steps in transition defense. Uh, we talk about, uh, you know, building a wall and matching up and then being in a stance for the entire defensive possession. And, uh, and then, and then obviously blocking out and going to the glass as hard as you can. And then it's really important to us that we get out in transition. So we got to sprint in transition. So if you go from the beginning of that sequence to the end, there's no place where guys get a chance to breathe ever. And that's just probably not in all honesty, there's very few teams that can keep that cadence of the game. And what you start to do is you start to lose all the stuff, right? And so now you add offensive rebounding and there literally is no loop, right? There's no break in this, in the cycle of like, all out furious energy. And so when you have a loop that has no break in it, I think it's harder to, I think you lose out on everything. Does that make sense, Darnell? And so last year we kind of made the calculated decision that we were like, hey, we're gonna, you know, we, we don't have enough bodies to sub guys in and out a ton. We don't have enough depth in terms of fouls. We do know we have to play fast aggressively on the offensive end. And we know clearly we have to do everything we can to guard and transition defense in the half court. And we have the defensive rebounds. So the only cycle left for us was offensive glass. And that's why we were 344th in the country. So I do feel like we have more bodies to throw out at the game right now. Uh, I do feel like we have more length. Um, I do feel like we have uh, ability to be more effective. And, and so maybe if, if we're really lucky this year, if we can hold on to our depth and we can have enough guys that are functional on the floor, maybe I don't have to have a break in that loop. Maybe the break in that loop is a three minute rotation. Um, where the next guy's coming in and just busting the entire cycle for three minutes. That would probably be the ideal situation for us. Plus, you saw a high percentage from the three-point line, so there weren't as many offensive rebounds. Yeah, but our offensive rebound percentage was still pretty poor. But that, listen, that was by design. I mean, it was just we, just we just had to sacrifice something. We knew it, right, in order to be peaked in the other areas of the game. So that's what we sacrificed. So I'm hoping we don't have to sacrifice. In fact, in fact, you know, if, if we're going to sacrifice something, it might be something else this year. I, I'm really keen on trying to find a way for the offensive glass to be a part of our game.
Yeah, Mark, uh, hopefully you can hear me. I'm, I'm driving right now, so I uh, hopefully the audio is okay. Um, back to the schedule, just real quick. I know the things are still working itself out, but uh, do you plan to have that first game be opening night, November 25th, or maybe a later date? Are you, are you targeting a game for that opening night? Yeah, we're trying to play that opening night. We have a game scheduled Thanksgiving night. We're, we're going to try and play back-to-back -back, uh, the first two, first two games. Um, and, and so we'd like to. It's not final yet, though. So th that's one of the things that's kind of waiting in the wings to see if we can get it done. So um, I, I, I think I probably told you this last week that I was hopeful to have this schedule done for you today. Um, it's the same thing. I'm sorry, but I, I'm, hope, I'm hopeful to get this schedule done by, by certainly by next Thursday. Or you know what? Maybe what we do is just announce the game at shoot around every day, right? Like maybe we just kind of keep it, it'd be like an advent calendar. Just be like, wake up in the morning and find out who the Cougs are playing tonight. That could be fun. Coach, I know you said a lot of things have yet to be finalized, but I got to ask, what have, the, have there been any talks with Utah and can we expect uh, that game to be played? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're all in. I, I, both of us fully expect to have it. We've got a date. So uh, I think, and both of us really want the game. Um, Utah wants it. Larry wants it because he knows he always beats me, and I want it so bad because I'd like to beat him one time in my lifetime. So, Coach, you've been at uh, you guys have been at practice for like three weeks now. How would you assess how things are going? Uh, any surprises, or what? What can you tell us about what's been going on in practice these few weeks? Um, yeah, practice has been good. Uh, you know, the guys are still grinding out. I mean, we were. We actually did not go this morning. Uh, so we were twice yesterday, but just only had an afternoon practice day. So the guys are joking like, um, in fact, after we broke practice uh, yesterday afternoon, the guys were so excited because they're like, we have really two days off. We get the rest of the night off and then we get tomorrow morning off. That's kind of how they talk now. So they were really excited about that. Um, but but we're growing. I mean, we have so much to figure out, right? Um, and so it, it is, uh, we need every ounce of this time. I was talking to a good friend the other day and we were talking about going two days and how nobody does that anymore. And, and unfortunately for us, it's probably more for me than our guys because I need the time to figure stuff out. So it's been super effective. Our guys are working really hard. We've stayed relatively healthy. I mean, we've had some, you know, guys banging heads and, and uh, you know, little injuries, but we haven't had anything really significant. So we've been really, really fortunate there. Anytime you can get through, you know, kind of the bulk of two a days with your roster, mostly still standing, it's, it's super, it's, you're really grateful. Hey coach, sorry, my audio is pretty bad. I'm trying to find a connection out here in the middle of nowhere and uh, it's tough, but uh, I, I know we're probably going to ask you about, and, and we've asked you a little bit, um, about some of the new guys on the team and, and just describing them and that sort of thing. And I want to ask about Caleb, but in the context of how is this kid fitting into kind of your lineup um, and how you envision him playing? Because I remember him in high school playing at so many different positions that I, I'm trying to figure out like where he fits into division one basketball and with you guys. And can you kind of maybe give a little bit of light that obviously without giving too much away but yeah um but just how's, how's he kind yeah, of yeah he's been really special you know there's going to come a point in time when he can fit in wherever he wants to I mean I think he's going to be that good uh right now 
what's carrying the day for him is his work on the glass. His work on the offensive glass has been spectacular, probably the most noticeable guy on our roster, maybe along with Gideon George on the offensive glass. And he's been great defensively and he's really rugged. Like I love rugged guys and he's really rugged. He kind of bangs in the bodies, is an unfazed and uh, can make shots and is effective off the bounce. He's still, uh, you know, got a, a million miles to go in terms of learning what we do and how we do it, but he's working so hard to do that. So right now for us in general, the four is a little bit less demanding skill wise and, and read wise than, than the three he's played both positions. Uh, we've had him locked in at the four for the last, you know, four days. We're trying to like really let him have time to learn that position, the way we'd talk about it and play it and feel it out for a week and then maybe I'll bump them back to the three here in three or four days and give them a solid, you know, four days at the three. Um, but that's probably the, that's probably the space he's going to live in for the most part. I think he can probably help us, you know, when we're in, in, in tough situations, when we're in a butter situation, we got a guy, we need to lock uh, a ball handler that we need to lock down. He's actually got a pretty high skill level and physicality level of, uh, being able to handle ball screens by himself. And uh, he actually, we could actually switch him onto a point guard from time to time to help us if someone's getting going. Um, he's way better guarding the ball than he is guarding off the ball. Like most rookies, uh, you know, he gets lost sometimes guarding off the ball. Really fun to watch. Um, he's one of these guys that, you know, I know where he is today. And then I, I have no idea where he's going to be in a month. Like he could be, I mean, he's just getting better fast. He's and he's just like I said, I've said this a hundred times. He's just got such a joyful, willing spirit. He just wants to get better, right? Him and Brandon Averett are the guys that are always in the gym, even in the course of two days. These guys are getting a third workout in every day. It's really, it's really stunning. So, scale blown are super exciting. Coach, how are lineups looking at this point? And is it likely that we'll see platoon substitutions at some point in the season? Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe we'll see platoon substitutions when I get super frustrated, right? <laughs> but I don't, I don't plan for that to be the way it is. I do think, um, I do think, you know, in my, I don't know how it's going to work out. We're going to have to wait and see. But right now, I think we have the potential to kind of um, play guys until they're about to fall over exhaustion and go to the next guy really fast. I do think um, it could be a fresh legs deal. Uh, we just have a lot of players that are really really good basketball players and so I would like to find whatever way we can to make our depth an advantage sometimes that's tricky though sometimes guys are get frustrated that it breaks their rhythm or um, you know maybe they don't feel as much continuity or maybe it can be confusing for young players when the lineup is uh, is is changing on them a lot rather than going in and kind of playing the same rotation every single game with the same group of guys right so we got to weigh all those things, but I do, I have been impressed that we have a lot of guys that I think can be functional on the floor. Let's go. Last question, Mitch. Yeah, coach, uh, with Matt Harms watching his, some of his games last year at Purdue, he's got better range than maybe people would initially think for a guy that's seven foot three. How far does his range go? Could he be a guy that, that factors into to putting up some threes in games this season. Yeah, I mean, we expect him to shoot the ball. I mean, you know, he's in, in practice, he's, you know, splitting between college and NBA threes every day, about 50-50. And, and um, you know, he's, he's finding spaces to get up shots uh, in live play. Um, you know, that's one of the skill sets that he has that we'll, we'll take full advantage of. And 
he's a confident and competent shooter and and uh, he'll make shots for us this year and, and it's 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 a it's a it's a it's a good weapon because it's hard to challenge right it's hard to challenge a seven three dude at the three point line it really is tough.